Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Bill O'Reilly here. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Coming up next, the news with Mike Slater. Thank you, Bill. It's Tuesday, July 11th, 2023. Here's what's happening today in America. An indie movie beating indie. Debt ceiling increasing. 50 Cent said LA is finished. And don't do this TikTok challenge. That's all coming up. Then Bill will be here with your message of the day. But first, Sound of Freedom. It's a movie starring Jim Caviezel from Passion of the Christ. is expected to top $40 million in ticket sales. It's the true story of human trafficking and sex trafficking around the world, specifically a federal agent who rescued a boy who was being trafficked, quits his job in order to track down and rescue the boy's sister in South America. It opened on 4th of July weekend, and per screen, the Indiana Jones movie averaged $5,700, but Sound of Freedom averaged $6,400. Sound of Freedom has already grossed more than the 2023 Best Picture nominees, Women Talking, Tar, Triangle of Sadness, The Fablemans, and The Banshees of Inishirin. I've never heard of any of them. Do you remember the whole debt ceiling drama? It was only five weeks ago. Our debt has already increased by $1 trillion. It's a trillion dollars in five weeks. And far from cutting spending, the Treasury Department's expected to spend $7 trillion by next year, then $8 trillion by 2028, and then it'll be $2 trillion every single year in new spending. And that's just the current trajectory of things. 50 Cent, the rapper, tweeted, LA is finished. Watch how bad it gets out there. Shake my head. Why? Well, the sheriff's department said they will no longer detain people for crimes such as theft, shoplifting, drug use, vandalism, battery, and a whole host of other similar crimes. During COVID, LA County did away with cash bail because of the overcrowding jails. And one neighborhood in particular, Rancho Park, crime rose 114%. Now, I've never told anyone to not do a TikTok challenge before because I think it's pretty self-explanatory not to do TikTok challenges. Also, most of them are not life-ending potentially, but there is a TikTok boat challenge going around that I'm here to tell you not to do. People are on a boat riding down a river or a lake at a high speed and someone will jump off the back of the boat into the wake. In Alabama alone, four people have died doing this. They all landed feet first and broke their neck and died instantly. 
I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. The great Bill O'Reilly is here with your message of the day next. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day, and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. On this Tuesday, over the weekend, I wrote a column about my investigation into the Biden family's finances. Some incisive stuff you will find nowhere else. The column posted on BillOReilly.com cannot be disputed because it is entirely fact-based. I'm not interested in party politics or ideological analysis. We have more than enough of both, and it's often repetitive and dishonest, which is why you hear the same phrases on TV and radio repeated over and over. As an intellectual exercise, I sent the Biden column to some liberal acquaintances. Their replies were not surprising. Trump did worse, so it doesn't matter what the Bidens may have done. As always on the left, it's Trump, 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 all else be damned. At this point in American history, the country is so divided that problem-solving and greater good fact-finding is almost extinct. You pick your team, memorize the playbook, and expel independent thought. That means that propaganda rules. Justice is often ignored or covered up. Voters are denied valid information about their country. Seeking the truth in order to help others is the highest calling. We in America are rapidly rejecting that. Down the road, the consequences will be brutal. Check out my column. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. You can reach me, Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. Okay, let's get to the mail. We got Howard Burns, Bismarck, North Dakota. My question to you, Bill, is everyone talks about it, but nobody ever does anything about it. I'm very disappointed in the Republicans in the House and in the Senate. Constant investigations, allegations of threats, but never any action. Okay, but you got to stair-step it. You know, I think this time, I think this time something's going to happen. I think. Janet comes here. Remember, Janet gets direct access to me. Good reporting, Bill, but the 1,000-pound gorilla in the room is Joe Biden because Hunter Biden offers nothing to China, Romania, Ukraine, or Russia except his father, Joe. And that was when he was only VP, so Obama must have been in on it. No. Vice president and president's offices aren't even the same building. Obama didn't necessarily know what the grift was. I mean, he may have, but you can't say that. Not fair. John, as we don't know what Joe Biden did to earn the cash, don't you think it's a bit premature to say acts weren't treasonous or a threat to national security? Look, I investigate on what I know. I'm not going to say it's treason or whatever if I don't know that. That means my credibility just blows up. Milton, 
I'm sick and tired of the two-tiered justice system. Uh, it's not supposed to be this way. I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, no one in public office be taking money for their own personal use from a foreign entity that puts our nation at risk. Very good, Milton. Very good. This is a grift. Georgina Marty, Ocala, Florida, if not for your news program, this Hunter Biden investigation will be getting zero traction. So thank you for not letting it go. I'm never going to let it go. And if it amounts to nothing as far as the president is concerned, I will say that in a moment. Something you might not know. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 68 years ago today, President Dwight Eisenhower signed a bill mandating the phrase, In God We Trust, appear on all U.S. currency. Despite numerous legal challenges, the religious inscription remains to this day. Here is the story. The motto gained popularity during the Civil War, when Union soldiers used it to boost morale. Confederate troops also adopted the creed, claiming the deity was on their side. The inscription was first printed on a two-cent coin in 1864, then added to other pieces of currency. On July 11, 1955, Dwight Eisenhower signed a law passed by a joint resolution of Congress that required the words, in God we trust, appear on every dollar. Two years later, it was adopted as the national motto, replacing E Pluribus Unum, Latin for out of many, one. The presidential embrace of a theological text was a direct response to the growing Cold War. Soviet dictator Nikita Khrushchev had recently launched a brutal crackdown on Christians and Jews across the USSR. Said Eisenhower after signing the legislation, quote, In this way we are reaffirming the transcendence of religious faith in America's heritage and future. In this way, we shall constantly strengthen those spiritual weapons which forever will be our country's most powerful resource in peace and war. Unquote. Well, not all Americans were on board. The New York Times criticized the action as a violation of the U.S. Constitution. While many religious leaders praised the motto, others claimed Jesus would never want the word God to appear on money. And here's something else you might not know. The term, In God We Trust, is not very popular among younger Americans these days. A 2019 survey published by the National Review found 45% of college students want the phrase dropped from the dollar. But if their loans were forgiven, they don't care what's on the currency. That's my editorial point of view, by the way. Back after this. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.